Welcome to Surviving on Shoestrings with Donna Miller. Together we'll look outside the box to stretch what we have, make do, and get by with humor, style, and a smile. And now welcome your hostess, Donna Miller. Welcome to a new episode of Surviving on Shoestrings. We're on a new network, and I am so excited to be back with you. You have no idea how many times since the end of the Survival Mom Radio Network, I have had thoughts in my head of things I wanted to share with you and I've jotted down notes and I've pulled out articles and I've marked things so that I can try them so that I can tell you whether or not they work all with the hope that I can soon get back on the air and share these with you and so I am excited and very blessed that we're able to start this up again. Many people out around that I've spoken with are kind of concerned about what lies ahead, whether it's their own personal finances or things changing on the economic climate, surviving on shoestrings, and I don't mean this show, but I mean the act of doing so, is actually a hot topic right now. So even if you're affluent and you have everything kind of tucked away fine, these skills and these weird little quirks might still be fun to learn because you can make what you have stretch a lot further. So I want to jump in with this first show back with my top 10 things to reuse. Now I know I will think of about five more tomorrow after we've done the show. And so that means I'll just bring back more some other time. But there are 10 things I want to throw out to you to let you um, consider reusing. So let's just jump right ahead. The first five that we're going to talk about in the first half of this show all kind of focus on what you get when you bring produce back from the store. There are five things that you can reuse, and I'll show you how in just a minute, that are associated with the produce you bring back. One is the flimsy product bags that you, you know, you weigh them out, the produce bags, the very lightweight ones. The second one is the mesh bags that things like lemons and other citrus, and sometimes um, onions will come in. They're a mesh bag. And then the other one is um, the produce baskets that you buy, things like mushrooms or sliced items that have um, just the cellophane wrap on the top. That's a third thing that you bring home associated with produce. And then the fourth thing, this is still in your kitchen, but it's not produce, coffee grounds. Yes, there's a reuse for those. And the last thing for the first half of the show is tin cans. I reuse these in a lot of ways. All right. So these are the five things I want to talk about before the break. The first one is those light and airy flimsy produce bags. You know, you weigh your things out, you bring them home, and those things are basically worthless for any kind of real storage again. Plus, if you didn't buy organic, there's stuff on the bag now from the produce, and you have to wash the produce, da-da-da. But you can actually use them uh, without wasting other money. And one of my favorite, favorite ways to use them is using this to throw away things. When you're cleaning out your fridge, you find that funky thing that smells kind of weird, rather than just dump it right in the garbage or down the disposal, maybe you don't have one, or out in the compost bin because it smells that bad or you don't want an animal to get to it in the garden. Just put it in one of these flimsy baggies that came from the produce Tie it up and put that in your garbage. It will keep the scent at bay and keep the smell at bay before you take out your garbage. Your full trash. And then this is my absolute, I use it a lot. I actually keep the produce bags for this reason. And that is, I make a fly trap. Or it's actually a fruit fly trap. You can put your peels and your cores at the base of the bag. Leave it open in a large wide mouth area overnight. 
make sure there's no circulation or any kind of lights drawing uh, the fruit flies to them. And in the morning, all the fruit flies will have landed on the rotten, not terribly rotten, but you know, the wide open inviting food. And you can quickly close up the bag. And it's kind of funny because you can look and see how many you've trapped. And then you just throw that away. No chemicals, no sprays, nothing to worry about as a hazard in your air. Pretty neat. All right, the second thing is the produce bags that are mesh. When you grab a bag of onions or uh, lemons and the bag is a mesh bag, you come home, you cut off the top or the end, and you dump out your produce and you use it. Don't throw away that bag yet. You can cut off the other end and use this as a scrubby. It works great for things like um, baked on goods that you know you just can't get it off and you don't want to scratch the surface of your bakeware, Pyrex dishes, and my personal favorite, because soap doesn't hold in these, or, you, or I should say you can rinse them completely. Soapless, empty of soap, void of soap, is to use these to clean your cast iron cookware, because all you have to use then is the hot water and this scrubby. You can get really fancy and sew them into a circle and make them really you know, attractive, or you can just sew them around a washcloth so that you have a cloth in between and makes it a scrubbing cloth, or you can do like me and just leave it wide open under your sink and just grab it and use it as is. Another thing you can do with the mesh produce bag is you can cut it into squares and use this as a sprouter top. Just use an elastic band, usually one you get from your broccoli. <laughs> also, hey, there's a bonus. And hold that sprout, hold that mesh over top of an, a canning jar or a mayonnaise jar, and you can sprout your seeds that way. Easy to pour out the water, easy to pour in more water, shake them up, pour out and drain, and you can let the seeds sprout by using that. You don't have to buy an expensive lid for sprouting uh, alfalfa and mung beans and those those types of things. Okay, third item, still in the produce section. <laughs> is the baskets that you get. Sometimes they're solid and sometimes they're a legitimate basket basket. The basket baskets are great for sorting and keeping things organized like in a cabinet or in a drawer or in your vanity because they allow um, things to go through. You know, you're going to have the dust and things fall through where it can be easily wiped up. You're not going to have to wash them out a lot. But the ones that are solid, now they're coming up with a lot of plastic solid wear, like when you buy a mushroom or chop things. Um, these work great for outdoor pets. If you have cats or dogs and they have a tendency to either lose or bury or chew their bowl, why would you go keep buying a new one and they're going to do it again? Just use these because in a few weeks you're going to have a couple more. We have water and cat food uh, for our cat in two different size mushroom containers. And actually she's had them for about four months. She hasn't lost these yet. So that's, and they're attractive. They're the same color. They look like a matched set. It's kind of awesome. You can also use those, of course, for indoors if, um, because they're square, they kind of tuck away and keep them out of foot traffic. All right, the fourth thing that I alluded to in the beginning is coffee grounds. We're still in the kitchen, at least. Coffee grounds have multiple uses after you've made your coffee. Of course, you're awake and you're happy that you've had your coffee, but now that you've got these grounds, what can you do with them? I'm going to give you two things. First, my favorite, which is to use them especially for blueberry bushes because you need extra acid in the soil that needs some acidity. Um, but other composting things and soils you can feed and use it as a plant food. Um, the second thing that you can use these for, 
this is something that's my daughter's favorite, is as an exfoliant. You can use it for an exfoliant all over your body, your face. You can make it into a soap so you can have an exfoliating soap. And it has a nice reaction to draw the, the circulation of your blood towards your skin because of the caffeine that's left in there. So it's a kind of a bonus. It helps to circulate the blood through your skin and exfoliate old dead skin. All right, fifth and final one for the first half of the show is uh, still kind of in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen a little bit. Is tin cans. And I'm not talking just the little tiny soup cans that have the pull-off lid, which means they have a lip inside them. I mean the taller ones that are kind of, um, let's see, your pasta sauce might come in or your asparagus. They're a little bit longer and taller. These are fantastic for a lot of different things, but the two main reasons I save them is because instead of throwing it away as an empty jar, and we do recycle a lot of aluminum, and we recycle a lot of tin, but if you cook with any amount of um, any type of grease, whether it's pork or beef, and you need to pour off the grease, you obviously can't pour it in down your sink, and you can't pour it into a glass jar because it will eventually crack. The cans are fantastic for that because you can keep them in your freezer and then once the item is full you can just throw it away. Another great thing that the metal cans are good for, the tin cans are, is melting wax. So if you have bits and pieces of candle you can just throw them in there and then when it's kind of full put it into an oven at about 200 degrees and it'll slowly melt. You can pour off a new candle in no time uh, with a new wick. So those are my first five things, and you might want to jot them down. Maybe you'll listen to this again and kind of pick it up. I'd love to hear if you have some other items that you use or some other ideas for these five. Again, those are the flimsy produce bags, the mesh bags from produce, the produce baskets, and coffee grounds, and tin cans. Sorry. We're going to take a break real quick, and we're going to come back after a word from our sponsor and have five more things to reuse. At millersgrainhouse.com, you'll find both electric and off-grid appliances and encouragement to build your preparation kitchen. Miller's Grainhouse is dedicated to helping you save money while you prep. Listeners of Surviving on Shoestrings can save 10% off your purchase. Redeem your code at millersgrainhouse.com by typing SOS in the coupon box at checkout. Connect with Miller's Grainhouse on Facebook and check out our videos. Remember, millersgrainhouse.com and the code SOS to save on all your preparedness kitchen needs. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine. Encouraging, empowering, and your journey. Welcome back to the second half of Surviving on Shoestrings. I'm Donna Miller and I'm glad to be back on the air with you. I'm glad to be sharing some ideas with you and I would love some input as well. If you save these items I first mentioned and you do something different with them, I'd love to hear what you do because obviously I still have a lot of these around my house and I'd love to find more uses for them. And who knows, maybe I'll share that on the air at some point in the future. I'd love to. But if you have something new that you save, Feel free to email me that as well. 
at survivingonshoestrings at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what kind of things you reuse, especially from this episode, um, or new things so that I can share with other listeners. And you may be able to help somebody out by just sharing what you do. So I would appreciate it greatly. All right. Our next five things that you kind of tend to, well, you, anybody tends to kind of toss away that are around the house and you can find multiple uses for are the following. We've kind of moved out of the kitchen (laughs) just a little bit. There might be a couple more things in the kitchen, but we've kind of moved out of the kitchen and there are um, other things around the house that you can reuse. One of which are cardboard tubes, like out of toilet paper or um, paper towels. The desiccant packets within your vitamin or your food that keeps things uh, dry. And newspaper bags, if you still get a newspaper, there are a couple of different uses for that, rather than just throwing it away right away. Um, Also, any type of bottle with an eyedropper. There we have several uses for that, and I can share those with you in just a minute. And then the last but not least, dryer sheets, which is one of my favorites to reuse because it kind of seems like such a waste to use once and toss. So, you bought it. Let's use it lots of different ways. Okay. The first one is the cardboard tubes. Now, the cardboard tubes can be used in a lot of different ways, and one of which is to fold them over themselves, flatten it and fold it over at least once, or around a knife, and use it as a knife sleeve. If you're going on a picnic, or you have small children that may reach into a drawer, this works great. You just fold it over to fit the knife, and then tape it up, and then the knife slides easily in there for transport or protection from a child. Another wonderful use for the cardboard tube is cord keeper. If you have multiple cords that run behind your desk, or you have multiple cords or a long cord that you need to loop over itself, just stick it inside of a longer tube, or stick all of the cords inside of a longer tube, and it'll help keep them organized so that they're not jumbled up behind your desk. One other thing is kindling. If you have wood fire, This is a fantastic thing. You can stuff dryer lint in, um, cap it off at the ends with paraffin wax. And even without the dryer lint or paraffin wax, these do great to start a fire. And the last but not least, something that we've used them for for a long time. You know all the, the grocery store bags you get at home from the grocery store because you maybe forgot to take in your reusable bag or they just tend to stick something in it and you know one item gets a giant bag and you go home and find out they've multiplied you can really get about 30 to 40 plastic bags in a paper towel tube and it takes a very very little space and they easily pull out one at a time at that point okay the desiccant packets in your food such as vitamins. Now let me quickly say, this is a reusable item over and over, not just once. But you need to make sure that you're getting this from food grade. You know, it needs to be food grade, not something you found in a purse or shoes or electronics or guitar or camera. Yes, those are desiccant packets or silica packets, either way you call them, but they are not food grade because they didn't come in food. Most of the ones you're going to find that are reusable for food have come in food to begin with, and usually it's like vitamins or capsules or things like that, or Tylenol or whatever. And you can reuse these. You can take them out of the item they were in. I would smell them just to make sure that you don't have a really strong smelling smell uh, from the previous item, like if it was garlic tablets. Um, and you don't want to put that in with your raisins. 
<laughs> Think about it. But you can reuse these. You can take them out and use them in other areas. What they do is wick away moisture. And if it seems like they're not working anymore, you can put them in either a dehydrator or a low 175 degree oven for a few minutes and it'll dry them out. And you can reuse them again. They were there ready to wick away moisture once more. So that's a great way to not only reuse them out of the original container, but then bring them back to life after you've used them for a little while and keep using them over and over instead of just throwing them away. If you store dehydrated foods, this is a great savings because dehydrated foods need desiccant or silica packets, not oxygen absorbers. All right, the eighth thing, we're almost done, is newspaper bags. Now, I don't know who still gets a newspaper, but on rainy days, they usually throw it in a bag. The great thing about this is it's a perfect size bag to slip a pair of shoes in if you're packing. So if you have either grassy shoes you need to pack to take somewhere or dress shoes, you want to make sure they don't get crushed or dusty, you can slip them inside this umbrella. This You can slip them inside this newspaper bag. It's just about a perfect fit and the perfect strength. You can also use a newspaper bag as an umbrella cover on a rainy day. So let's say you've gone to the grocery store and you need to put your umbrella someplace but it's soaking wet. If you have a newspaper bag in your purse or your pocket, you can slide your umbrella into it and then it's no longer wet to the touch. It'll be wet when you go back out, but that's okay. It's probably still raining. Alright, our ninth item, two more, is any bottle with an eyedropper. Now, I know this sounds really kind of weird, but because this is kind of a oddly expensive commodity to buy if you are in need, you might as well save as many of them as you might get. Let's say you buy stevia in liquid drops or some other type of uh, spice or, or extract in a liquid dropper, eyedropper. You can reuse these by making uh, for making your own eardrops in different um, recipes. You can use them for applying peroxide in small doses to small areas because if you've ever poured hydrogen peroxide on something that has a dome or it's a curved area like a knee, it just slides off the side. It pours over. Use an eyedropper to get it right where you want it. Or if you're into herbal medicine, they are usually in a brown bottle. You can usually make tinctures and mixtures that you can use um, and ration out by the milliliter, half milliliter um, using the eyedropper. So just save them rather than spend $6 a bottle. That's actually about what they cost when you buy them individually. But if you've already got a few, just keep them on hand. Last but not least, honestly one of my favorite ones because it's kind of weird that I reuse these. And if I go to the laundromat, I don't just reuse mine, I reuse other people's too. <laughs> That's weird, right? Well, They've come in handy in so many different ways, and this is dryer sheets. This has about five different options of what you can use them for. Now, if you happen to go to the laundromat, don't start stealing stuff out of other people's dryers, but if you find them laying on the ground or in the trash or just on top of a machine, sure, abscond one that tends to smell the way you like it. But when it comes to dusting, these are great because they have a little bit of adherence to the dust. You can just moisten them, squeeze them out, and the dust will actually attach to these better than most other rags that sometimes leave lint behind itself. Another great thing to do with a used dryer sheet is to stash them inside your drawers to make your 
clothes that are folded in there smell fresher longer. Why buy the expensive thing to dry them with when really you just have to store them with a dryer sheet? Another thing is they do great at the base of a trash can. It tends to get a little musty and yucky, and it doesn't make it wet, but it will lift up and smell very nice and clean underneath it. Another thing that I always like to use them for, and I've used this quite a bit, is to make an air freshener throughout the house. We have floor vents, and all you've got to do is cover the floor vent, and then as the air comes through, you've freshened your home, and it smells like a dryer sheet. And then last but not least, that musty bag of your vacuum cleaner. If you have a vacuum, um, like mine, an older model, you can put the line, the exterior bag, with dryer sheets and as the air flows through instead of smelling must you smell a nice fresh scent and it actually helps to trap some additional dust that goes into the air okay I'm going to recap our last five so that you can jot those down too you may want to listen to this again send me in any of your ideas I'd love to hear any of the ones that I spoke of or any of the new ones that you just think of I'd love to hear it okay the five for the end here are cardboard tubes and desiccant packets and newspaper bags bottles with eyedroppers and last but not least dryer sheets I hope you've enjoyed this episode of surviving on shoestrings please look for many more also please tune in to the other shows that we have here on your preparation station one of which is back to basics kitchen and that is my show as well and your preparation station, the namesake for the station itself. God bless. This is Donna Miller. I look forward to speaking with you and sharing more with you soon. I hope you enjoy the journey and have a lot of fun as you survive on shoestrings. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Surviving on Shoestrings with hostess Donna Miller. Tune in each week for a new show that will help you enjoy frugal survival with humor, style, and a smile.